Hey guys, how you all doing? Welcome to our third Gym and Tonic podcast. I, I'm Shirley Smith, your host for today. I am the owner of Urban Fox Coaching and I'm with my beautiful amigos, Paul and Tom, who I shall let introduce themselves to you themselves. I won't get involved. I'm staying out of this one. Over to you, Paul. Uh, yeah, so I'm Paul Andrews. I am the owner of Paul Andrews Fitness. Uh, my job is to coach people to their goals online. And when I'm not doing that, I'm calling bullshit on all the shit that's in the industry. So if you're easily offended, probably not the coach for you. <laughs> and uh, I'm Tom Jabot and I own Morgan Joy Health Services. And I do online and in-person PT and nutrition coaching and also do tennis mentoring as well. Ooh. And Tom, I hear you've got some exciting news that you are also doing another podcast, which is basically uh, aimed at people who are into tennis. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, it's uh, called Let's Talk Tennis. And basically, I've got two of my very close friends that I played uh, college tennis with in the States. One's from Spain, one's from Argentina. And we're basically just going to talk about tennis every week. And it's a very big subject from the professional game to the college game to junior development. We've all been high performance coaches in the past so we're just gonna get together each week and have a chat brilliant and where can we find a link to that is that in your bio or on your instagram uh, when it, yeah when the first episode is being recorded tomorrow so it will be in on my morgan jabot health services instagram it will be in the bio there perfect okay that's great stuff right so we have obviously touched on quite a few topics over the last couple of weeks but today we are going to focus on mental health and the impact of gyms closing um so basically i think it's monday it's being uh in read out in parliament we're going to have the debate to get gyms moved in well out of the umbrella of restaurants bars everything else so um i know that is it nick uh the guy who's been all over instagram i've shared quite a bit of his stuff um he was having a final zoom um, with some MPs today just to make absolutely sure that everything that everyone has been telling them um, over the last weeks he's been campaigning um, to make sure they know exactly and they've got all the information they need. He said that um, to, as of two o'clock today um, MPs around England, Scotland and Wales had had 10,000 emails Wow. Basically, people all over the country have been bombarding them. Um, 10, and they're also, he's uh, also done some research to find out um, diabetes statistics of people who had diabetes who went on healthy living and gym programs and were no longer diabetic. I'm talking type two here. Um, he's got all those statistics to give them to say, look, you know, we've saved the NHS this much money. We've saved the NHS this many people like you know, getting uh, drugs and stuff like that. So he's gone over and beyond um, to, to really get this, get this heard, you know? Um, so yeah, so going on to the mental health side, I had, um, I think with me, with this second lockdown, um, I think my saddest moment was, uh, cause obviously when people think about the gym shutting and everyone going, oh, you know, it's because, you know, Barry from Bushy is gonna lose his gains you know and, and it's not about that it's not about those people because you know those people are you know fit they're healthy and yeah okay they might have four weeks where they're not going to be able to lift any weights but you know you, they can adapt they can go and do other stuff they can you know i don't know borrow some weights or like you know, like we all do we can adapt but this one particular um gentleman uh who 
who's lovely, he's 77, and he just happened to wander into the gym one day and, and said, I'd like to do some training. Funny enough, he was, uh, had been, he'd been diabetic for some time at this point, and his diabetic nurse had told him that if he did more exercise, it would help. Um, and I was recommended to him only because I, you know, I work with older people, uh, probably, you know, a bit more experienced and stuff like that. So um, we started working together. I've been working with him for um, seven weeks. So I think it was seven weeks, twice a week. And, you know, at first when I started training him, he was so like not good on his feet and stuff like that. Um, there was a few hairy moments getting him on and off equipment and I thought and I really realized I was going to have my work cut out for me <laughs> and you know I had I had a couple of moments where I thought you know, should I be doing this it was like this kind of, but he tried really hard and we it, honestly the training was so basic it was like a, what you do with a five-year-old you know very small weights a lot of it was mobility and stuff like that but the difference in him as a person was what I noted he after probably I would say probably week three so I'm talking only six sessions here um he came in one day and there was something different about him he was um less dithery if you like uh, he told me that he'd walked up a zigzag the day before and managed to get to the top without sitting on any of the benches and that's the first time he can remember ever doing that um and then there was a bit of a situation where um, he didn't think he was going to be able to carry on twice a week, that he'd only be able to do one. Yeah. And I was like, yes, yeah, fine, whatever, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll sort something out. And then he said to me um, that basically, but he didn't want to just do one because he said that I, I obviously didn't realize, but he said, but, but, but coming here and doing this has changed my life. And he said, it gives me something to look forward to every week. I've got two days. So that little gap in between is fine because I know that in three days I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to have an hour and I'm going to feel good when I come out and I'm going to have energy and I'm going to get things done when I get home. And this is someone who's got no internet. You know, he hasn't got a mobile phone. I can't contact him. Yeah. Um, and he came in on the last day we were open, he was booked in and he came in and I had to tell him um, that this was our last session and that I, I don't know when I'm going to see you again. He didn't even know there was a lockdown because I don't think he's got a telly. Jeez. Um, and he was very, very confused by that and was asking me like when and how. And um, so we did the last session together. And I think it, I just thought to myself, he's had, eight weeks of having this two days to look forward to you know and he said um, I, I, I just he just felt, felt better in himself and he, he was he was getting younger yeah I... each time I saw him you know he was getting on and off the, the row machine by himself he fell off the first time you know just things like that and then suddenly and... but I could see the difference in him and that that it's people like that it's like you know we see uh, the ladies who come to uh, the gym that you know we all know and it's like it's, it's a social thing they're all friends you know they can't go out and have coffee together and a piece of cake now you know but they can still go to the gym if it's open yeah. they can still meet up for zumba they can still meet up for pilates they can still 
do all that social distance stuff and be safe. But you know, but but you you but the cafes will stay open for takeaways. But mm-hmm. what are they going to do? Sit outside? <laughs> you know, so they they can't go to the gym and meet up. They can't go and have their coffee or the cake. They've got nothing. They're home. I think that's that. This is what my biggest issue with. And we're not even going to get into the COVID and really the lockdown because that's not the important part. It's the, it's the, why gyms and exercise and sport is so important for people. Yeah. And the reason we're talking about it now is because it's been taken away. But I also think we should talk about people who don't do that, who aren't involved in that, who need to start thinking, hey, I might need to implement this into my life because this is something that, when the gyms close and everybody starts making a big fuss about it, they yeah. think of the meatheads and the people who are like, oh, I'm going to lose my gains. But in reality, we actually know, and if, you, if you've been lifting long enough, you know you're not going to lose anything over four weeks of not, not lifting. And no. you know the muscle memory is a real thing, so you're going to put it back on. That's not the point. That's not what we're talking about here. The, the, what we're talking about is everything else that goes into the structure of sport, the structure of going somewhere every day, doing something every day that makes you better. Now, yeah. that, and that's what it is in a nutshell, is that when you, let's just take the, we'll use the gym as an example, but again, you can use organized sport. You can use going for a run. You can use bettering your nutrition. It all does the same thing, is that you're doing something, you're setting goals, and you're applying yourself to get better. And what happens then is that you start to feel better about yourself and you can have, we talked last week about the negative side effects of going too deep into bodybuilding and going too, too much into the fitness world. But when you talk about the mental side of um, the benefits that you get from being in the gym, you can't compare the two to anything else. You can't compare it. And it's just, I, that's what I think people need to understand is that this is not us saying, oh, we want to be able to build our biceps bigger. This is more to people than just what you look like. It's a way to go. And if I've, the whole time in my life, if I've ever been stressed, I've used sport, I've used the gym to be able to go. And um, that's my place of, of um, oh, the word I would use, my place of sanctuary to go and work on myself, to go and, and, and to, to feel secure and to get the endorphins that we know scientifically happens when you do go work out to feel better. So I think people, when they, when they are looking at this as purely a physical thing, this is a small, the small part of this is physical. The big part is the mental thing and taking routines away from people. I think it's so important that people understand that. Yeah. What about you, Paul? What's your thoughts? Um, of your client, out of interest actually, because I know a lot of your clients are online. Yeah, have yeah. you found with the, from the mental health point of view, um, have they ever sort of come to you? And it, I'm not, I'm not just talking, we're not just talking about negative things here. I'm talking about from a positive point of view, having that accountability to you, you know, having like having that, that message every week and having that workout come through that this week's going to be, do you know what I mean? Have you share some of your like positives as well? Yeah, definitely. I mean, in terms of the positives, I mean, some of the feedback that I've had, um, I actually took on a couple of new clients right at the start just before lockdown happened who admittedly were both very anxious about going into a period of lockdown without the gym. Um, and the feedback that I've had from them, uh, one of the guys in particular, he's like 
smashing it. And he, and he said to me so many times that he didn't think home workouts could challenge him as much as training in the gym, but he's loving every minute of it. And he just, he's glad he's got that routine. Like he's, he's kept the same routine. And again, as somebody that I'm not training, um, but my best friend, uh, Roxy, she is the same. In lockdown, she trains twice as hard because she feels she needs to. She gets up, she'd normally be in the gym at 5am. So she gets up, she does a, a hit workout at 5am, she'll walk the dog, she comes back, she does her weight training and she does it to keep herself mentally sane. Um, and I think like you've both touched upon it, you've both raised really like valid points that the biggest underlying benefit of exercise is the fact that 45 minutes to an hour of relatively intense exercise of any kind releases and again there's countless studies to back this up so this isn't just me plucking figures out the air but release roughly the same amount of endorphins and chemicals into the body as a prescription strength antidepressant so wow. i've always and i've done loads of research about this because I've, I've had my own battles with mental health and to be honest with you my mental health at the moment is probably at one of its lowest points and the whole lockdown thing for me has come at the wrong time because the gym is a it's a place that has probably saved my life more times than most th most people could say that they have because I know for a fact that even on the worst days when I'm feeling the shittest, if I train and I have a good session, things feel a lot better. I know. And it can be something as simple as the fact that actually if you get a good pump on in the gym and the lighting's really good, you look at yourself and you think, God, I look good. And that's just that, that little positive affirmation can be the flick of a switch that you need to go from my life's really fucking shit. And I don't want to do this to things aren't so bad. And yeah. a lot of that just comes from routine and it's the people as well. When you go into gyms, most gyms are a community. It doesn't matter if it's a giant commercial gym, like I tend to train at, it's still a community. You typically see roughly the same people when you go in and train. You tend to train with your mates and, and, and what have you. And yeah. there's a sense of being and a sense of belonging that you get from going to the gym. And I think that not only is there exponential benefits to our physical health of training, which it baffles me that it's been overlooked with regards to everything that's going on. There's also unbelievable amounts of benefits to our mental health that seem to have been overlooked in terms of decisions that have been made. But the, I think the common misconception is like we've all said, people seem to think the only people who are annoyed about the gym shutting are, no. are, are the professional fitness people who want yeah. to be on 24 seven. But even I think if that's because they're shouting the loudest, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. And it's understandable, but ultimately, again, the reason why they're the ones probably shouting the loudest, we touched upon it last week is actually they're the ones who are probably struggling the most with their own mental health because of the sheer pressures of what they put themselves through because they have to look yeah they have to look in the top heart fraction of a percent of physiques in the fucking world so they're going to feel the pressure more and if you take away that ability to be in and work at that level it's going to have a knock-on effect but even for the everyday trainer just having that routine of being able to go somewhere and come out an hour later feeling better is such a big well, thing i I mean, basically, I mean, uh, what I've done um, is I've I've found a, a a girl who teaches pump. Uh, she's American, not but not annoying. You know, she's she's not screechy or anything. She's just nice, and um, she teaches a really really good class. So yeah. I found her on YouTube. So I've just been doing that every day. So yeah. I'm still doing my pump training, um, and then just going out for walks. I mean. Oh my, well, this morning I wasn't even training, but I was meeting my client 
and like I'm walking around like Christchurch Quay and it lit that moment the sun was just coming up and it was like all the pinks and purples and the sea and the key and the boats and the water was like still it looked like a watercolor and and it's just being out yeah i had a pack on my back and stuff like that and i was feeling free but just out mental health sunrise wow boom you know wonderful and the whole time we were training the sun was working its way up and it was amazing and i think when when we talk about mental health as well is that when people lose their routines and people lose their structure, they get this yeah. sense of helplessness, right? Yeah. They don't know when their structure is going to come back. It's not in their control. No. And a lot of times people stress about things that we can't control. That's the biggest stresses for a lot of people is that, you know, you can control everything you can control, right? But then there's a lot of things out of our hands and this, this has been taken away. And exercise comes in is that you you have a sense of ownership over it you could you get to control your body better you get to be able to control your health better and then when it gets taken away it does cause stress for people which obviously is going to trigger uh you know poor mental health and yeah. it's so important to be able to give people something to look forward to something to work towards you know if you are struggling with mental health the first thing you've got to do is you've got to find something to work and work and see the, the light at the end of the tunnel. And exercise is such a great way to do that. Sport is such a great way to do that. And, yeah. you know, with any you know, sport and exercise as well, you're having to work hard to achieve something that is difficult to get. But that sense of um, success, once you get it, yeah. really does like Paul, Paul said once you start to see your, your body change and you start to see yourself getting fitter maybe maybe you're a runner and you and you're just running faster once you're able to do that it spurs you on to keep going and you pull yourself out of that kind of dark hole that we that we could describe as mental uh, poor mental health right and yeah. that's the biggest thing it's not the oh my biceps are bigger it's the fact that you've achieved that you've worked hard in order to get there that's the biggest thing about exercise and, 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 and fitness is that it doesn't come easy. This is, you know, anyone that steps in the gym and wants to get in shape and has got in shape knows that this is, it is very difficult to do, but the highs of achieving it is what keeps then allows you to reset your goals and chase it even more. And it's just this, this great like ladder towards um, bettering yourself. And then all of a sudden that ladder gets taken away and there needs to be something put in place that if you are going to shut gyms, if you're not going to make them essential, you need to make sure that people still have that. And, you know, I've got, you know, my biggest issue with this whole thing is that you're allowed to keep fast food restaurants open. You're allowing people to smoke still. You're allowing people to drink still. You're allowing people, um, you know, to, to do things that cause underlying health conditions. But the one thing that we, we can do to better ourselves, we're really struggling to do because you can go outside. I mean, I'm training clients outside right now, but it's freezing. Freezing. And it's, like, and it shows just how important, you know, yeah. some of the clients aren't into bodybuilding. They're not into um, to, to any, even how they look, really. They just do it because they love the exercise. They love the interact with me. They love to be able to enjoy that that hour where they get to put back into themselves and they're doing it in freezing conditions and so you're yeah. telling me that that they're so obsessed with how they look that they're doing that or is it just the fact that it's so good for them it's so good it's part of their structure and, and their and their um their schedule that they need it 
I, I just love it. My client stands up today. She's got a hat down over her ear. She's got her gloves on. <laughs> and then we traipse over the muddy field to the bandstand. And, yeah. You know, and we just kind of got on with it. And, and we just keep moving. We keep moving. We keep moving. And keep moving. You know, and that's all you can do. And then at the end of the hour, it, you know, we both, we both were feeling great. You know, it had been... We've you know we've met a couple of people. A little dog comes running over, and you know a little, little pet. You know, just yeah. out. And I think this with this this conversation today as well is like we can sit here and we can complain about it, but ultimately I think we have a um, I think we have a task for everyone who's listening is to be able to give them ways in which they can take that structure and they can keep the progression going. They can. They can emulate what they get from the gym as best we can in this situation. And for me, it's going to be keep to a schedule, keep structure in your day, make sure that you have a plan with what you like, Paul, with your client, you know, you said that they're pushing themselves harder because they feel like they're under pressure. Well, that's what sport and exercise does to you. It challenges you. And at the beginning of this lockdown, I made a video about like, I accept this challenge. Like I can't do anything about it. So I can sit here and moan about it. Or I can say, right, accept this challenge. What am I going to do in order to maximize what, what, I, what little I have, um, you know, available to me outside the gym in order to keep going so that when I get back into the gym, I can still keep the progression going. So I think it's more about finding the solutions rather than, you know, us, sitting here and, and whining about it but we, we we want to give you solutions today i think so i think yeah so like that's a very good point because like i said i am pretty much all of my clients um bar a couple um we are training outside we've been very lucky with the weather on certain days at the beach it's been amazing uh i've been out there in rain wind really unpleasant i got i got all the the rain all went in my bag so when i took all my stuff <laughs> my own fault though you know but but you know do reach out if you know you know if you're not near us you know if you have got trainers in your area who are offering one-to-one -one sessions out there you know go bring them up send them an email get in touch with them just say look can i just come and have a taster session with you or, or can i just pay you for one session you know, go out and give it a go. Do the early morning thing if you don't, you know, don't stay in bed and sleep late and then get up and still be tired and then lose half your day. And don't lose your structure. I think also... There is structure then, is there, Paul? Um, yeah, I, I think that keeping structure and keeping a routine is really important. But I think something that people need to perhaps take some comfort from as well is that the, the key thing in terms of getting the benefits of exercise on your mental health is just doing something yeah. so for me like i i don't have a great deal of equipment i i haven't trained once since the start of lockdown but i've been going for massive walks and hitting like twenty thousand steps every day because i need to just keep active for myself yeah. and i think again playing into a similar narrative to last week there's a little bit of a an expectation or a demand on people that when you go on social media all you're seeing is all these home workouts with people who've got like their own gyms at home and they've got an, a multitude of equipment. And if you're someone again, like me, for example, that's got next to no equipment and is used to training a particular way in the gym, unfortunate. I, I, I work in fitness. I, I understand that the benefits come from just being active, but if you're 
just an everyday person who goes to the gym three days a week before or on the way home from work, something like that. And, and suddenly your routine's gone. You've got no access to equipment. And all you can see online is people who've got all this great stuff who can still train as normal. Like that's going to make you feel more isolated and more frustrated and, and probably exacerbate the, the negative impact on your mental health. When the reality is, is actually you don't need to emulate the training that you do in the gym. Take a month to do something different and just do stuff you yeah. enjoy like if you hate running well don't run during lockdown but get out and go for a walk like there's a, a massive world out there and i've been a massive advocate the entire time i've been in fitness that cardio shouldn't be done in the gym because there's, we've got a world to do cardio in and cardio isn't just going for a run so if you can't weight train and you can't train how you normally do just get outside and enjoy being out there yeah the weather's shit and it's cold but just wrap up and like enjoy it like, i have not been for a single walk in this lockdown where i've come back in a bad mood and i've been out in some fucking awful weather yeah. but it's one of those things you just you just you dress you dress for the occasion and you you fucking you get it done and you just go and have a big old walk you see some awesome things and you're and you come back and you just feel better for it whereas i think the, the trouble is is a bit like we said last week with the whole body image thing, there's a pressure that people feel like they need to be doing these really extravagant, expansive home workouts with like all these different bands and all this weight and stuff. And it's like, do you know what? The best thing you can do is just set aside an hour a day to be active. Like, yeah. Honestly, YouTube's amazing. <laughs> you know, if you want to try something different, go on YouTube, just try something. I mean, I did Insanity the other week. Well, I hadn't done Insanity for probably nine years and I found one of the original insanity workouts. I thought I used to do that all the time. I'm going to give that a go. It's a great concept though, isn't it? I mean, he got it right. I mean, do it in your front room. And even the, even the whole way it's layered, you know, like you sort of do one round and then you have a break and it, it tells you to drink water and then you do round two. And it's all about, you know, second time round you push yourself a little bit harder. The third time round you push yourself a little bit harder again. You don't have to do it at that level. You can stick at level one, you know, and it's, it's so well, anyone can join, anyone can go on YouTube, anyone can hit play, you know, maybe, I mean, I think what I, I've done in the past is, you know, I, uh, I think we weren't training at a gym at the time, but I think what I did was I kind of like downloaded into my own YouTube. Yeah. I downloaded, um, like five workouts that I want to do. And then I scheduled them into my week. So I did that one that day, that one that day, you know, just things like that. Use the tools that are out there that are not social media, but you can go on, uh, like for instance, when you go on um, YouTube, you know, if you've never done body pump before, type in body pump. Loads of people are teaching it on there. Give it a go. When the gym opens again, you can go to a body pump class because you'll know what you're doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, you know, you haven't done hit before. You never go to Tom's hit class. You never do the hit Tom's hit class um, when it's on Zoom because you've never done hit before. Go to YouTube, find a hit class, learn the moves, learn this is lockdown. Learn how to do burpees. Learn how to do I don't know other, other stupid things like people doing hit classes, um, you know, jumpy things. Um, yeah. You know, learn to, learn to do them so that when the gym's open again, you can go in, and also it'll give you confidence. And again, focus on what you can control, you know, like we can't control that we're outside, uh, we're, we're, not, we're not in the gym, we can't control all that we don't have equipment. So what you have to focus on is the things you can control. Like Paul said, if you've got the world outside, go for a walk outside, get your steps in. If you can only do push-ups and burpees, do push-ups and burpees and just only focus. Yeah, just control the controllables and then anything outside of what you can control, 
it is what it is. And yeah. I think if you focus and surround yourself on the things you can control, you yeah. stress a lot less. Your mental health isn't hit as hard because you're not, you're not sitting there worrying the fact that the gym's closed. You just accept it. It's closed and I can't do the normal weights I do, but I can do this. Yeah. I think if you focus on what you can do rather than what you can't do, yeah. your mental health is always going to be stronger because you're empowering yourself yeah, you to are. take control. Yeah, 100%. That's the word. That's it. Control, isn't it? Yeah, take the way that I phrased it before the first lockdown and before this one is that with regards to people's goals, because again, before the first one, I had quite a few people saying, oh, I'm not going to be able to hit my goal because the gym's shut. And it's kind of like, well, if your goal is fat loss, you, at, at very best, you're going to be burning about 10% of your calories in the gym. So I imagine you can still hit your goal without the gym. What's actually changing is just the location and access to equipment that you can exercise in and with. That's all that's actually changing. People can still train. They can still dedicate the same amount of time to being active. They're just going to have to adapt what they do to reflect both the location that's available to them and the access to equipment. If you have no equipment, well, that's fine. Just do training that's body weight based, like mix it up a bit. If you've got a load of equipment, all that is literally changing is the location that you've, that you're training in. But again, the, the nature is, is that um, people panic because the comfort blanket gets gets taken away and and they don't perhaps know how to adapt to what they're doing and again i think our role as coaches is to ensure that people appreciate that actually the gym being shut doesn't need to have a negative impact as long as they keep structure to what they're doing and if we adapt their training plan to reflect the new scenario that they found themselves themselves in they're more likely to be able to stick to it stay on track and feel better about things the trouble is that plays into the narrative of affecting our mental health is people feel like they can't do something so they become a bit despondent to it yep. and they don't do anything at all which then has a knock-on effect in that then they stop tracking their calories they stop doing all the things they know they need to be doing yep. they create guilt surrounding it because they know they should be doing xyz and they're not doing it and yep. i think I'd be the first person to put my hand up and say even as a, a fully qualified pt and a fitness professional I fall into that trap all the time because you get set in your routine and when it has to change and it's not your choice, it's really easy to, to, to let three, four, five days pass you by and suddenly be like, fuck, I haven't done anything. Oh, no wonder I'm feeling like shit. And yeah. the difference is, is I work with people day in and day out so I can recognize these things. And yeah, for me personally, as I said at the start, my mental health is in a, not a great place for me at the moment because of a lot of external factors and lockdown probably came at the wrong time, but I'm still educated enough in the arena of fitness to know that there's things that I can do with what I have available to help my situation. And a lot of people, whether they're seasoned professionals or everyday gym goers, or just, you know, a chap that goes once a week, like, or twice a week, like you said, Shirley, like there's a lot of people out there who don't, know how to react to the scenario to keep themselves on track from a mental yeah. perspective and i think that's our role as coaches is to try and add, offer the support and be real and let people know that we're not necessarily smashing it ourselves and so it would keep on track that everybody's human and it's going to be hard but there's things that we can do to help and as long as we're providing that support to our to our clients and, and to our network of people that that follow us then hopefully we can we can help people to to get through the, the next, what's hopefully only a couple of weeks um, in, a, in a good spot. 
can I ask you a question then? Because you know, yeah. obviously, you're, you're you're being real here, and you're you're expressing that you know you're you're just like we're just like everybody else, right? And we're gonna we're gonna struggle. We're gonna have our own struggles. I think I had a, a really good uh, talk with one of my clients last week, and they were saying they were they were saying that they're so worried that they're gonna fall off of their nutrition. They're gonna fall off of their um, their progress and being able to do the weights because they're not as motivated when they're stuck at home doing this, right? And the biggest thing I said to them, I was like, you can't look at something like this long-term. You can't go, well, I've got two weeks, so I've got four weeks. It's too long. You won't be able to stay motivated enough and disciplined enough if you look too long-term out. For me, the best way for us to do this is, is take it day by day. Yeah. You know, have your non-negotiables. I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat these, my meals, I'm going to plan my nutrition out. That's something that's, that's part of your goal. And you take it day by day. Like I, I always use this uh, with, with, my, with my kids that I used to coach. I use the, uh, this chocolate cake analogy, right? So it's like you've got this massive chocolate cake in front of you and you've got to eat it. And you can either throw your face into it and get engulfed by it and try and get it down. Or you can take it piece by piece. And take your time with each piece and eventually you will consume the whole cake, right? And I think there's the same thing goes as when we go through times like this that are very difficult when we're, we're thrown into, like, let's say, the four-week lockdown is that instead of us looking at it as a four-week lockdown, we look at it as four weeks worth of one day so that we're going to own that one day. We're going to take control of that day. We're going to do the very best we can that day. And then the next day, we're going to try and do better and then yeah. try and do better. And all you're going to do then is by then you just cat you just like like we do every time you go into the gym, work a little bit harder, lift a little bit heavier, you know. And that's the that's the biggest part of exercise, and it builds that in within you. And I don't want people to lose that because you take away from the gym, because as you said earlier, Paul, like you can take the gym away from us, but you can't take what the gym teaches us or what exercise and what sport teaches us away from us. No matter what environment you're in, right? I use a tennis analogy. Uh, you, you can put me on any court in the world. Tennis is still tennis to me, right? So I could play on the same tennis. Uh, I'm playing the same sport if I'm playing on a court in England than I am in when I was in the States. And I was able to, to do my thing, whether the court was in England or in the States. It's the same thing for if you're working out, you've got that same, you've got that same thing, whether you're in the gym or you're at home. Just try and get better each day, but take it one day at a time. And then I think it doesn't overwhelm you and it doesn't feel like it's this massive pressure on you because you can take it in small chunks. And I think we're much better as humans at taking things in small little pieces rather than trying to deal with the whole thing at once. Okay, we've got a few minutes left. And I think just to sort of kind of bring this to a close um, is that I do think that, you know, with the power of media and what's going on in the news and stuff like that, that we, we get told times and dates and it's going to be four weeks. It's going to be this, it's going to be that. It may, may not, you may go home for Christmas. You might not. Might. And at the moment, I think we just need to just stop <laughs> that. Yeah. We don't know when this is going to end. Just focus so, on today. Just focus on listening, today. Reach out to us three. Uh, we are here for you. We are, more than happy have a chat on the phone or if you want to just message us and you know want to reach out and just ask us a question help you get started anything really i think you guys will agree as well like we do this because we want to help people we're not doing this to get rich like <laughs> we've plenty of easier ways to get rich than being a personal trainer right so 
we do this because we generally want to help people. And this is a time where we want to step up. That's why we're doing this podcast. We want to help people. We're not making any money from this. And we want, we generally want to help people. So if you are somebody that is struggling and you are, whether it's even nothing to do with fitness and you just need someone to chat to, yeah. that's what we do. We do that with there for self-improvement, whether it's in the gym, whether it's mental health, whether it's physical health, it all comes in together. So yeah. please reach out to us on our Instagrams. All of our information is all over social media. Um, yeah. and, 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 you know, do it, do it tonight. Do it, yeah. you know. Yeah, now. Do it well, now, not wait. Tomorrow, sit down, write your schedule. You know, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's work with you and, um, and get you, get you through this, the, the rest of this year, really. I, mean, I think we all need, we'll be very glad to see New Year's Eve come and go. <laughs> Just eat one piece of the cake at a time, guys. One piece of the cake. Um, but no, it's been great to speak to you guys. Like obviously, I haven't seen you except from on the screen, so it's uh, it's nice to see you both. And um, yeah, I think you know, I think we're we're getting the message across now that we you know we are basically here. Yeah, it's like us, you know. Yeah, we we're, we're still PTs even though we're not in the gym. You know, that's who we are. So you know, and, and uh, reason why we do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So just because we're not in the gym doesn't mean that when we're outside the gym, we're not PTs anymore. Like you walk through some sort of weird portal. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But um, no, it's been great. Great to see you both. Uh, miss you badly. Obviously, the, the banter on the gym floor is, is, is well missed, but um, it'll happen again one day. But we found a way to make it work right through this, through this forum. So we found a way. Right, we've got to go. We've got less than a minute, guys. Toodle uh, pit. Love you both. Love you long time. Bye now. See you later. I love that, Paul. Bye now. Bye now. <laughs> love it.